Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S. From KQED. Hey, what's up? It's Devin. And a reminder that The Bay is going to be back on Monday with all new episodes. We've been taking the week off to go over listener feedback and to think about how to make The Bay an even better show. In the meantime, we've been playing some of our favorite KQED podcasts this week. And this next story goes along with a story that The Bay ran earlier this month about San Francisco's water. If you remember that story, you remember that the city loves its water because it comes from a reservoir in Yosemite called Hetch Hetchy, which is thought of as this, like, totally pure water source. Well, today the podcast Bay Curious is taking us on a trip from Hetch Hetchy all the way back to the Bay Area. Stick around. You're listening to The Bay, and today we're sharing this episode of KQED's Bay Curious. If you're one of the three million Bay Area residents who gets your drinking water from the Hetch Hetchy Reservoir, you may have heard of your water's crystal clear reputation. It comes from pristine mountain snow that's stored in the northwestern part of Yosemite National Park, and it travels more than 150 miles to get here. It's this journey that eight-year-old Alex Kornblum and his dad Heath are curious about. How long does it take for water to get from Hetch Hetchy to San Francisco? And how far does it really go? Yeah, even Google doesn't know the answer to that question. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Then the questions just snowballed from there. How many rivers feed into Hetch Hetchy Dam? How long would it take to walk the same distance? Why is it called Hetch Hetchy? What's so Hetchy about Hetch? (laughs) That's kind of funny, Dad. I like that joke. This is quite the list. But Alex, he cut us a little bit of slack. You don't have to answer all of them. I mean, some of them are better than others. Hey everyone, I'm Olivia Allen Price. This week on Bay Curious, we take a journey with our drinking water from mountain to tap. Thousands of years before Hetch Hetchy was a reservoir, the valley was home to several Native American tribes. The name Hetch Hetchy probably derived from the Miwok word Hatch Hatchy, which means edible grasses. The valley floor would have been full of them, and they were an important food source. But in 1923, those grasses were buried under billions of gallons of water when the reservoir was finished. To find the answers to the rest of Alex and Heath's questions, reporter Sarah Craig found herself someplace unexpected, in the hills of San Bruno. We've arrived just in time to catch some action at the Harry Tracy Water Treatment Plant. Oh, that water is getting really high. It's going to spill over. Oh, there it goes. Oh, wow. Drinking water from all over is getting filtered here to remove large and small particles. But water from Hetch Hetchy is so pure, it doesn't need to get filtered. 
although it does get disinfected with chlorine and ultraviolet light. Let's start at the very, very beginning where the water starts. That's Annie Lee, and she's joined by Suzanne Gautier. They work for San Francisco's Public Utilities Commission and know a ton about Hetch Hetchy water. They tell us it all starts high in the Sierras, so high that the water isn't water, it's snow. The snow that we're talking about is the snow that falls on the Tuolumne River watershed, which is 492 square miles. That's about the size of the city of L.A. All the snow in that watershed melts into the Tuolumne River and three smaller creeks, which empty into the Hetch Hetchy Reservoir. On average, per year, San Franciscans consume what would be equal to a foot of snow covering that Tuolumne River watershed. To put this into perspective, it takes five feet of snow to fill the whole reservoir. Once melted, that water leaves the reservoir from O'Shaughnessy Dam, and then? So you look at this map, it travels through a whole series of tunnels. So here, we're moving through the mountain tunnel. And along the way, it goes through hydroelectric dams that generate about 17% of San Francisco's electricity. Did you know that the power from Hetch Hetchy, from water, that's what actually powers your school? Yeah, yeah, I, I go to Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it probably, yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah, Same. and even the, like, the Muni light rail that you see in San Muni Francisco. Trains? Yep. I ride on those sometimes. The water travels downhill the whole way, whooshing through tunnels drilled through solid granite and pipelines lined with concrete. Picture a giant underground water slide twisting around mountains and under rivers. And then it takes about three days for the water to get from over here all the way into San Francisco. Only three days. Three days is kind of long, isn't it? But yeah, okay, only three days. Sure. (laughs) I mean, I thought it would take longer than that. You did. Like four or five days, maybe a week. Well, neat. It's not a bad guess. How how do you know that it takes three days? Did you send, like, some kind of a probe in the water to to time it? We have flow meters throughout um, the system. Okay. And That'll tell you. Yes, yes. It'll tell you how much water is moving through what pipeline. So we do a little bit of math and you say 167 miles at three feet per second equals about 83 hours. But those 83 hours are a rough estimate because operators are always releasing different amounts of water depending on how much people use. Annie takes us outside to where some of our drinking water is stored. We're standing on a hill, looking down at a huge tank that holds 11 million gallons. So this is one of those places where we regulate, you know, shifts in demand on a daily basis. Its white sheen reflects the bright sunlight, making it hard to look at. So That's maybe like a for giant the giant water bottle. That's a huge giant water bottle for the whole Bay Area. Alex suggests we stand on top of that water bottle. Over there now. Okay. Don't look down, okay? And coaches himself over a narrow metal footbridge, 50 feet above the ground. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. Wow, I made it. I'm on top of the giant water bottle. (laughs) Safely on the other side, 
I think how crazy it is that the water we're standing on made such an epic journey to get here. So 83 hours, that's, that's the final answer. It's sort of an average answer. Okay. And can compare that to the drive. It's about four to five, five four hours? Five hours from yeah. here to O'Shaughnessy Dam. But how long to walk that distance? How long yeah. does it take to walk there? Oh, that was Wendy's question, yeah. Me, I walk three miles an hour, so... That's what, 180 167 miles? 167 miles. 167. If we say 180, that's divisible by three, right? So, uh... 60 hours? 60 hours. So you might get there faster walking than the water would get here, but you wouldn't be stopping for sleep. And if we were walking to Hetchy, we would be walking uphill. (laughs) So that three miles an hour is going to be more like a mile and a half. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I think I'll wait those extra 23 hours for my water to be delivered right to my tap. So Sarah, I understand this story left our question asker in a pretty good mood. Yeah, it did. Alex had a blast. So good. I've never been to a water treatment plant, and I'm. I was really excited at first, and I got a little freaked out after that, and I feel really happy again. <laughs> now, while Alex and his dad asked a lot of great questions about Hetch Hetchy, we didn't cover everything. Yeah, there's been recent controversy on whether or not the Hetch Hetchy Reservoir should be drained to restore the canyon to its previous splendor. It actually goes back to the early 1900s, and it's one of the country's oldest environmental debates. We'll have links to more information about Hetch Hetchy and that controversy on our website, baycurious.org. Thanks for bringing us this story, Sarah. Yeah, it was so much fun. And thanks also to our question asker, Alex, and his dad, Heath Kornblum. Bay Curious is made by Jessica Plotchek, Ryan Levy, Paul Lincor, Susie Racho, and me, Olivia Allen Price. We're supported by Julia McAvoy, David Weir, Ethan Lindsay, and our Vice President for News, Holly Kernan. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.